Yo, 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 yo. What's going on, man? Today is March the 29th, 2023. It's your boy Chris, and this is the Cash Dude with Chris NBA betting show slash podcast. Presented to you guys as always by the Basketball Forever Podcast Network. Um, let's jump right into it. Let's jump right into it. We got a big, big, big board today. Big lot of games, 10 games. I talked about it yesterday on the in the in on the uh the, the crispy cap and NBA show. A lot of games today, a lot to get into, but um you don't it's hard to place a bet right now at least for myself it's been pretty difficult to place a bet either last night or early this morning so far i don't really like the slate i I, I like the slate we just don't we're missing a lot of information i'm gonna go through a couple of the games that i broke down for you guys already and uh share share what i think will be my top look but i haven't placed anything full transparency and, and just being honest with you guys um like a couple of the spots don't like a couple of the spots so let's talk about it let's get into it as we always do Quick recap of last night. Um, Celtics laid an egg, dud for the Celtics yesterday. I took them first quarter. Just their team total to go over the 30 and a half. They had been crushing that number. Uh, but they lay a they lay an egg in uh in, in DC last night. Um, not only do they do they not win, they lose the game outright <clears throat> by 20 points as 11 point favorite. So uh nothing you really can do there. Kind of make me want to not target those games, but Boston really shooting themselves in the foot right now. That's a whole nother story, but that that did not cash. But Donovan Mitchell, uh, points lighter did cash last night. I talked about him at 27 and a half. I talked about him at 30, 35, 40. It all cashed last night. So shout out to everyone who rode with me on the Donovan Mitchell cash. And then uh, Toronto minus the three and a half. If you got Toronto late, they also cashed that as well. I talked about it being a bad travel spot for for the Miami Heat. They are now 0-4 on the first leg of back-to-backs when they're road dogs in those contests. So um another casher there i didn't have anything in the golden state game um but i did stay up and watch it last night it was a really really good game uh golden state you know pick, picked up a lot of momentum in the second at halftime you can kind of tell they look like golden state third quarter from last year so um i didn't have anything in that game though but let's get on to today so um i looked at these games like i said not a not a whole lot to like we also don't got a lot of numbers um not a lot of numbers available. I'll, I'll tell you guys what I'm looking at. The books are kind of sleep, but I don't even think that they necessarily sleep. I think it's more so just that they are. Um, they don't know like we don't know. Like it's so much on the injury report, man. It's so much on the injury report. So the game I want to touch on that I feel um, and, and and you guys hit the like button for me if you guys can as you join the show. It, it only you know helps me to grow. Uh, especially if you guys are enjoying the free content. I, I do these. If you guys are new, I, I do these um, morning shows. This Cash Day with Chris show is live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and it's downloadable over on all podcast streaming platforms. So definitely check me out on podcast streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, if you really, really enjoy what you like, and consider uh, leaving me a review over there. Leave me a five-star review over there. It's always helpful and helps me out as well. Um, but let's get into it. Um, Anthony here with me this morning. Frank um justin what's going on big n what's going on uh appreciate y'all for being here with me in the chat man tapped in with me early trying to get to the bag early on a on a tuesday morning um what's up busy all right so let's get into it so first game up and we only got i only see a line um right now it looks like on DraftKings, um and that's the knicks in the uh miami heat game so this is a, a revenge spot for Miami. They just lost to this New York Knicks team uh, yesterday. Not yesterday, last week. I'm sorry. Lost to them last week. Uh, Jimmy Butler didn't play last night. 
for the Knicks, let's start with the Knicks. So for the Knicks, um, Brunson is listed as questionable, and that's probably one of the reasons why we don't have a line on more books. Um, if he's ruled in, of course, the line will move up. But on the other side, Jimmy didn't play last night and probably will play tonight. He didn't play in that game last night in Toronto. Um, this is a bad spot for the Heat again. I talked about last night being a bad spot for the Heat. Uh, after traveling to Toronto last night, now they have to face uh, the team that they just beat last week. I'm sure the Knicks have revenge on their mind in this spot after the loss last week. The Knicks are 5-1 and one straight up, 4-2 and two against the spread. Revenge the same season losses this season with their only loss coming against the Bucs. Um, and they're winning those games by average of 16 points. Uh, so a couple things that I looked at was first what I just talked about, the revenge angle. But another revenge angle, I looked at just home favorites in general, league-wide trend, home favorites in general, um, revenge in the same season loss versus an opponent on the second leg of a back-to-back. So now they're the more rested team. Um, you know, they're not on the first leg of a back-to-back. And those teams are 34 and 10 straight up, 27, 16, and one against the spread. Winning by an average of 10 points. Uh, if you look at that same trend post All Star break, those teams are 10 and three straight up, eight and five against the spread. With uh, those teams winning by an average of 12 points. So um, all of those spots say take the Knicks. Uh, did I play it yet? No, I didn't. But that's the only way I'm looking. On the Heat side, uh, they don't play well on the road versus teams that they've already beaten this season. It's only happened twice. But when they beat you at home, they typically struggle to beat you on the road. They're 0 and two in this spot with uh, losses to the Hawks and losses to the Bucks, Both of those losses came by eight points as well. So um, I think the Knicks should be able to get it done here. As I say that, we started to get a total for this game. It looks like it's going to be a super low total of 223 points. Um, money's probably going to come in on the under, I would say, but it's not a, it's not anything that I'm, I'm looking to play, uh, at least not right now, just because the, the, the Knicks have been scoring so many points, and you guys know I'm typically contrarian when it comes to totals. The Knicks have been scoring so many points and not playing a lot of defense. Uh, I think three games in a row they've allowed their team to go over their team total, but they just scored more than the Houston Rockets did in the last game. I think they won that game 137 to, to 115 uh, two nights ago. or th- Yeah, two nights ago. So I'm not interested in you know taking the under. Uh, the, the Knicks, like I said, my, the Heat will get Jimmy Butler back in the spot. So they may be able to score a few more points as well. And, uh, yeah, Knicks just not playing enough defense. Also, Miami not playing enough defense either. I talked about how bad their defense was last night. So um, those are my thoughts on this game, man. If I'm looking at this game, I'm taking the Knicks minus the points. Uh, we do see this line start to come out on other books right now. Uh, looks like Caesars now has it available, better online. Uh, bookmaker as well. Um, and, like I said, the total just came out at 233. So that's what I got for you guys in that game. Uh, and I, like I said, we I'm just really talking some stuff out with y'all this morning. So next game up, I want to touch on really quickly. Let me just make a banner for this one, is the uh, Bucks versus the Pacers. We don't have a lot of information. It's a lot of information that's missing in this game as well. Uh, the Bucks are on the road, and this is the last game of, I think, a four-game road trip. And we're starting to get a total of, 238. It looks like that just became available as well. Uh, banner up. Okay. So, Celtic, so Bucks and the Pacers. Um, Pacers, uh, so Bucks, first leg of a back to back, not a spot you really want to take them in because it's, it's a big back to back. They got Boston on deck tomorrow. Uh, so, and they actually go home. So, it's not a not the greatest spot for the Bucks. This is a uh, a game where Drew Holiday and Giannis 
Uh, they missed the last game, but I think both of them are, are have been upgraded. I know Drew Holiday missed the game for personal reasons. He's off the injury report. Giannis missed the game, um, pr probably really just the rest. They re listed it as his knee, but he's uh, listed as probable for this game as well. Middleton has been downgraded to questionable. He played in the last game and actually, I think, scored like 30 points. Um, and then I think Jay Crowder is also on the injury report in this one. Uh, this is, like I said, the last game of a four-game road trip. On the Pacers' side, third game, uh, three-game losing streak, all of them non-coverage. They will be without Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, Miles Turner is listed as questionable. And if you guys remember, it was about two weeks ago, earlier this month, that the Bucks actually got got, uh, got smacked up by the Pacers, laying 14 points, I think, laying 11, 12 points at home. Um, it was their first game back home off a road trip out, out west. And they got smashed in that spot earlier this year. So I think, you know, the Bucs will probably have revenge on their mind. This Pacers team isn't really playing for anything, just to kind of developing their young talent at this point, which is why Halliburton won't be in. It wouldn't surprise me if Miles Turner's ruled out, but not 100% sure how that's going to work. You look at the Bucs, they are 5-2, and two, last seven against the spread in Indiana, 12-4, uh, and four, last 16 in either site. And they've scored at least 123 points in all three of the games that they've played. Uh, this season they scored 123 141 and 132 so we always talk about the Pacers defense being really really bad I don't see them stopping anybody here if you think the Bucks won't be motivated for this spot and come out a little lackadaisical which they could because I mentioned they do have the Boston Celtics on deck tomorrow in, a, in the first game back home like I said not the greatest spot for them probably just gonna sit and watch that game Boston probably will get up for that game but I don't think Boston's better than Boston's better than uh, Milwaukee. It could just be a spot thing. We'll we'll see. I'm I'm pretty sure I probably won't bet that game tomorrow. But um, for all of those reasons, I think you just if I'm playing this game, I'm probably looking at a team total over um, for for the Bucks. We know that the Pacers still want to push the push the game and run with you know pretty fast pace, uh, and the Bucks also like to do that, especially getting Drew Holiday back, especially getting Giannis back. They're gonna try to you know get out run i think they try to get this game early get this game over with early this very rem reminiscent of last uh friday if you guys remember the bucks were actually in utah playing against a depleted utah team but on the first leg of a back-to-back -back, because they had the denver nuggets on deck on saturday and they got that game done pretty early um they won the first quarter first half flew over their team totals and all of them so if i'm looking to play this game i'm probably looking towards the bucks team totals to go over probably not so much interested in um and laying points with the books just don't know how motivated they'll be with the game tomorrow on deck so that's what i got for you guys in that one um do, 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 do. what else what else what else all right so next game up that i had a chance to look a little bit into is this rockets game um rockets versus nets looks like the spread right now is uh 12 so it's actually come down which probably makes a lot of sense Total in this one is 230. Let's call it 230 and a half. I see 230 and a half on most books. A couple 230s out there as well. So let's get into the Rockets and the, and the Nets. So first thing up on the Rockets side, Rockets are in a really, really bad spot. This team, um, fifth game of a five-game road trip. So last game before they head back home, typically a spot you typically don't want to back teams in. Um, third game in four nights, fourth game in six nights as well. They lost six in a row, failed to cover five of those six as well. Uh, on the net side, first game back home after a small little two-game road trip where they went one and one, they are coming off um, the win against the uh, Miami Heat in the most recent – I'm sorry, the the loss 
They beat the Heat, came back in that game, and then they then they lost to the Orlando Magic on the second leg of that back to back. That was a Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday. I think it was Friday, Saturday. So um, Rockets are just one and six against the spread in their last seven road games versus a team that has a winning record. Um, Brooklyn did win that meeting earlier in Houston. It was actually earlier this month uh, on March seventh. Uh, beat beat the Houston Rockets pretty handily in Houston, one eighteen to uh, to ninety six. Game went under by sixteen points as well. So if I'm playing this game, um, I don't see the motivation for the Rockets. The Nets kind of need wins. Uh, do I think that they end up covering this spread? I'm not one hundred percent sure, uh, but I, I don't think I'm, I'm. I feel too comfortable laying twelve points. I saw the uh, the Knicks, you know, lay a lot of points the other day. And they, they, they had to, you know, really kind of – it was a struggle for them to get that cover. They were 12.5-point favorites against the same Rockets team, and the Rockets kept that game close early. Um, Rockets just not playing a lot of defense, though. You look at this team, they've given up a lot of points, you know, a bunch of points lately. Uh, I know that they just gave up 137 in Houston. I, I'm sorry, gave up 137 at, at the Garden in, against the Knicks. Um, you also look at them, they gave uh, let me check it real quick. I know they gave up 150 to the to uh, they gave up uh, 108 to Cleveland. We know Cleveland's not the best offensive team. Uh, 151 in Memphis, 130 in Memphis, uh, 121 in go, uh, at, at home against Golden State, 117 against New Orleans. So um, this should be a game where a lot of three-point shots are made. Maybe you look at Cam Johnson. Maybe you look at Mikael Bridges to go over their three-point uh, three-point props. And that's probably how I would look to play this one. Last game, it was Quentin Grimes. Uh, the game before that, it was Donovan Mitchell. The game before that, it was uh, Luke Kennard. <laughs> the game before that, it was uh, Desmond Bain. The game before that was Steph Curry and, and uh, Clay. So maybe you just kind of look towards the three-point props to stay away from, uh, you know, from the total or from the side in this one. And um, just getting back to the other games, man, like I said, not a lot. You guys going to have to tap back in with me, tune back in with me. Uh, I'm always transparent with you guys. I always try to get ahead of these numbers. But like I said, it's just a lot going on. I can give you guys, you know, who who is available, who's not available, who's questionable in these games. But it's really difficult to cap them for me, not knowing the status of these guys. So um, let's see. Dallas and Philly. I really wanted to get there with Philly. Uh, I think Philly's the right side. This is the first game for them coming back home. Let's see what I got in my notes on this game. Uh, so Mavs, third game in four nights, fourth game in six nights as well. This is the third game of a six-game road trip, so they got a few more games to go. Uh, really, really important for the Mavs side. Maxi Kleber is listed as out, he's listed as questionable in this game. He didn't play in the last game with a hamstring injury. We know hamstrings can be really, really bad, but the Mavs are in must-win, must-win mode. They really need to win, you know, pretty much every single game as we, you know, kind of get through the last two weeks of the NBA season. Uh, on the opposite side, James Harden and Joel Embiid are also listed as questionable. I did read reports from Coach Doc Rivers where he uh, said that he was kind of optimistic about James Harden playing, but he didn't really mention Embiid. So. To me, it kind of leads to maybe Harden coming back and you take another rest day for Embiid. Embiid, neither one of these teams played in the last game in Denver. That was uh, the last game of their um, road trip. So first game back home after a four-game road trip. Um, Harden hasn't played in the last few games as well uh, with the Achilles injury, and Philly is on a three-game losing streak. So I'm pretty sure Philly looked like they were kind of trying to catch uh, 
you know, Boston and catch Milwaukee for the number one seat in the Western Conference. But I mean, in the Eastern Conference, but they just, you know, like I said, three game losing streak doesn't really help a lot. Doc Rivers also been mentioning a lot in his post game interviews, press game, uh, post game interviews and pregame interviews that he is, uh, you know, more so trying to go into the playoffs healthy. And I think that's I think that's paramount for this team, because last year in the playoffs, they weren't healthy. Remember, and B had the mask on. And B had a lot of injuries. James Harden also uh, was a little nicked up as well. So if the Sixers kind of slowed down just a tad bit towards the end of the season, it wouldn't surprise me any. Uh, typically when teams get that hot, which the Sixers were, I think they had won like eight of their first nine games after the All-Star break. Typically you see a decline as well. So um, I don't think that the Mavs win this game, but I do think, uh, you know, the Mavs can keep this game close. If I'm playing it, I'm probably catching the four and a half. Also, if the if Joel and B or James Harden gets ruled in, this line will move. It looks like it opened at five and a half. It's down to four and a half. Total at two thirty one. Um, totals definitely impacted by James Harden and Joel and B. So it's extremely difficult to cap that. I won't even try. Uh, but that's what I got for you guys in that game. Uh, let's see. Utah, San Antonio, not a game I'm interested in capping like that. To me, that's just I think Utah is probably tanking at this at this point. Um, San Antonio will have a lot of guys out. It'll be their first game back home, you know, in, in quite some time. Lloyd Marketing is listed as questionable. Um, I'm, I'm not 100% sure what to do with this Utah team. So not a game I'm interested in. Also not really interested in Detroit and OKC as well. OKC. Uh, did lose last night uh, without Shea Gildas-Alexander, but he's in for this game. Detroit, we know that they struggle to score, but they do play, you know, pretty good defense. Um, poor, poor performance by the Oklahoma City Thunder last night, giving up 130 points, points to that version of the Charlotte Hornets. So not a team I'm looking to back right now, trying to figure out what's going on with them. Uh, Sacramento and Portland tonight. Sacramento should run all over their Portland team. Portland has already ruled out all of their guys. Uh, Sacramento, I think, will be will have everyone. And Sacramento just kind of played with their food against Utah uh, last week at the beginning of the week when I was on them. I think that was on a Monday against the Utah Jazz. So um, I think Sacramento should be should be primed for a bounce back in this spot after losing that game against the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, on on Monday night. Uh, but I, I I haven't laid twelve and a half with them, and, and that line is only available on it looks like on DraftKings right now as well. So. Uh, yeah, not a game I'm super interested in. A game that I know a lot of people will be interested in before I get up off of here is the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves in the Phoenix Suns game. And I, I know I, I'm, I'm probably going to sound a little bit contrarian, but um, I'm not looking to fade Minnesota right now, man. Minnesota, if you guys have been watching, this team is balling. I know they're not in the greatest spot. This is the third game of a four game, uh, third game of four nights for them. And um, it's also... Uh, a game where they won two in a row as dogs on the second leg, on the first leg of a back-to-back in Golden State on Sunday. They followed that up by going to Sacramento and winning in their gym as well. And uh, now they're catching six and a half points, man. I think that the line is a is a little too long. I know Phoenix was going to get Kevin Durant back, and you know they're three and zero straight up and against the spread. Uh, all those road games, KD going to make his, you know, he's supposed to make his, uh, you know season debut in the phoenix suns jersey uh in phoenix today but i, I don't, i'm not sure i want to fade minnesota yet man minnesota is they they are pretty good and um i'm not taking the points with them probably a game i'm just gonna sit and watch but that's i, I feel like it's easy to say okay just take phoenix you know to win minus six 
minus six and a half. I'm not, I'm not, I can't fade Minnesota right now. Not by, not by more than multiple possessions. And that's just how I feel about the game. A lot of people might feel the other way. That's totally fine. Totally fine. Um, let's see what y'all on in the chat. I'm about to get up out of here, but let's see what y'all on in the chat. Uh, Smokey said only one spot today. Lakers money line. Y'all know I'm not. I'm off the Lakers, man. That's my team. Uh, should they win against the Bulls? They absolutely should, but I, I'm not. The Lakers are, are a disappointment waiting to happen. It feels like in my books. In my book, they do get LeBron back. Uh, you know, not just LeBron back, but LeBron's listed as questionable in this game. I'm pretty sure he's gonna play. Lakers in desperation mode as they've been all season, losing games that they're supposed to win, uh, winning games that they're supposed to lose. Um, so yeah, I would lean towards the Lakers, uh, but Chicago is probably going to be fired up. Chicago did just, they didn't fare well in this spot last week. They, uh, beat Philly and Philly then came back home and got smashed by Philly. And you would think that the Lakers may be able to do that as well, but it'll be the Lakers first game on the East coast in quite some time. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm not on that game, but I hope you cash this, uh, smoky steam. Um, Brian said Nick's first half, uh, and full game minus four. It's the only way I could look right now, but I'd be my top player today if I had to give you guys one. Uh, Kyra said, good looking out on Donovan Mitchell play. I always max bet on your player props because you never give up, give those out unless you're a thousand percent sure. Uh, I try not to. Don't max bet though, but I try. I, I mean, I try to only play player props that I absolutely love. Probably play player props that I absolutely love. Brian said he's also looking at the Bulls um, and the Clippers spread also. Um, the Clippers are in an interesting spot today. I think Norman Powell has been upgraded from uh, from out to questionable, and he, he hasn't been a part of the team in quite some time. Uh, Memphis is on the second leg of a back-to-back. They're, they're four-point favorites in this game, four-and-a-half-point favorites with a total of 234. I think if I'm looking to play the game, I'm looking towards the under. I, that might be something that I try to handicap right now um, is because I don't think the total was actually open. It's 234-and-a-half. Memphis as home favorites typically uh, – they, they will get job back. I think that's important to mention as well. Um, the Clippers will, I think, keep Batoon in the lineup, which will, you know, kind of extend the floor just a tad bit. But I expect some regression uh, for the Clippers. Um, they typically go over on the road, but, but you know, it's playoff time now. So a lot of these unders going to start to cash. We saw it last night in the Golden State and New Orleans game. Uh, you know, playoff-type atmosphere, teams kind of jockeying for position. Uh, of course, the Clippers need every win. So they can avoid, you know, being a part of the play in conversation because they, they they're not solidified to the point where they're, you know, a guaranteed four or five or uh, even six spot. So Clippers still need to win. Um, Memphis, you know, still climbing. Uh, one of the hottest teams in the league, the nine and one in their last 10 games. Pretty sure they're going to try to keep it going today. Uh, hard fought win last night after jumping out to a big lead to the Orlando Magic. But I'm probably going to look towards that total to go under the 234 and a half. If I like anything, I am going to try to make sure that I pin it in the comment section so you guys will be able to see it and come back to the video later. Uh, but that, you know, I'm just just kind of, like I said, just kind of talking it out this morning. We don't have a lot of lines. They are starting to become available now, but we didn't have a lot of lines when I started. Um, we still are missing a lot of lines, and it's still a lot of information, you know. It, it used to be a point where you could, you know, kind of uh, cap these games the day before and knew what you liked, but I mean, I can literally go through the injury report and give you guys some, you know, somebody, an uh, impactful player uh, that means a lot to one of these teams in every single game. And for that reason, I don't just like wasting my money. So I hope you guys can appreciate that. I hope you guys appreciate the information as well. Like I said, hit the like button for me if you guys can, if you find value in the show. Also subscribe to the YouTube channel if you guys haven't as ready. 
haven't already hit the notification bell so you know when i'm live 7 a.m monday wednesday and friday i'll be back at 5 30 as well eastern time for the crispy cap and nba show when we will have more information we will have you know all the lines and i will have some official plays as well also look out for you know an official play from uh bet us on my timeline uh, a little bit later as well because once i find something that i really really like i will make a video and go live on uh on a bet us video so that's what i got for you guys best of luck to you guys on your action today like i said hit the like button for me if you guys can appreciate you guys for coming through um middle let's see triple b said uh middleton hasn't pl hasn't been playing back to backs he sits tonight and plays against the celtics tomorrow that's what i'm thinking triple b he is he got downgraded to questionable but it was only because he's downgraded to questionable for this game but it's only because um injury management right so he didn't get hurt or anything in the last game against detroit he just had to shoulder a lot of the offensive load he had the ball in his hand a lot uh crushed his props um so i think yeah they're probably keeping him for the boston game it's a lot of implications around that game tomorrow um as far as number one seeding and that's a whole nother conversation that i can have but i real i will say this really quickly Giannis did come out and say that he feels like he's always been playing game sevens on the road and they're really trying to win the eastern conference so it kind of makes sense for Middleton to rest tonight. They will probably won't need him against the Pacers. They shouldn't need him against the Pacers. Um, and then he played tomorrow against the Boston Celtics. That will be a big game that I think, you know, the Bucs will try to win tomorrow. Remember correctly, last uh, Eastern Conference Finals last year, the Milwaukee Bucks did have to go to Boston to play game seven. That was the game that Grant Williams hit all the three-pointers. Brooke Lopez was doing all the drop coverage. And Brooke Lopez uh, and Grant Williams hit, I think, seven threes, career night for Grant Williams that night. So I think Boston, I think Milwaukee does want to play game seven if they have to go to one in Milwaukee this year and kind of avoid going to Boston. Uh, same thing for Philly. So, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think Middleton probably does rest tonight, but we don't have that information yet. Um, but it kind of makes sense, Triple B, so that's the way I would lean. But that's what I got for you guys, man. Like I said, hit the like button for me. Uh, be back at 5.30 Eastern time. Also, check out the pod. Download the pod. Leave me a five-star review over there. The link is in the description below. Best of luck to you guys tonight. I'm out.